Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, then steal in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. Returning by train from a short but adventurous vacation in the North Woods, Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen seem to have stumbled on something that smacks of mystery. To begin with, Jimmy became fascinated by the nervous, shifty-eyed behavior of a little gray-haired man seated across the aisle. And when Kent bought an afternoon paper and found the man's picture on the front page, Jimmy's imagination knew no bounds. According to the news story accompanying the picture, the man was Dr. Roebling, inventor of a new and startling communications device. However, when Kent attempted to interview him, he denied his name was Dr. Roebling and hurried into the dining car leaving behind a piece of crumpled paper bearing a strange message. As the fast express roars into the night, both Jimmy and Kent have their heads bent low over the scrap of paper. What does it say, Mr. Kent? It says, this is your last warning. What can that possibly mean? Last warning about what? I don't know, Jimmy. Whoever wrote it certainly wasted no words. This is your last warning. Might mean anything. There's absolutely no way to figure it out. Maybe we ought to turn it over to the conductor and have him notify the police at the next stop. You know, if our friend Roebling or Harris or whatever his name is wanted police protection, he would have asked for it a long time ago. Evidently, receiving this note didn't bother him much. Oh, I don't know about that. You remember I told you he looked like a man who was being shadowed? His eyes kept shifting and sort of sat hunched up in the seat like he wanted to make himself small. I think you're imagining most of that, Jimmy. Oh, no, I'm not. That's how I happened to notice him. He kept looking over his shoulder and watching everybody who came through the car. He's a suspicious character, all right, believe me. Jimmy, you've been reading too many detective stories. What do you mean, suspicious character? Poor old man is probably just trying to dodge curiosity seekers. That is, if he's really Dr. Roebling. Oh, of course he is, Mr. Kent. Look at that picture in the paper. Look at it. Same bald spot on the front of his head... Same gray hair and back and the same thin nose. It can't be anybody else. Well, you make it sound very convincing, Jimmy. Let's go into the dining car, huh, Mr. Kent? Don't tell me you're hungry this early. Oh, I get it. You want to stick close to our mysterious friend. Well, it's partly that. <laughs> All right. But please remember to keep your voice down. We don't want everyone on the train to know that we're snooping into Dr. Roping's business. Okay, I'll talk in whispers. Can we go now? I think so. Jimmy, you haven't touched your chicken. Oh, oh yeah. I'll eat it. 
You know that you've been staring at him constantly for the last five minutes? I'm sorry. You want to play detective, don't make it so obvious. I wasn't looking at him. I was watching the lady who sat down at his table. She's been talking to him. Well, you make that sound like a crime. What if she is talking to him? Is that against the law? No, but it might be a clue to something. Ah, you know, I'm beginning to feel sorry we ever discovered that picture in the paper. From now on, your every waking moment is going to be concerned with clues and suspicious characters and heaven knows what else. Oh, you're just making fun of me. But you wait and see. Something's going to happen. What was that? Dr. Roebling keeled over. You stay here, Jimmy. All right, miss. Don't get excited. I'll lift you back on the chair. There. Now let me have that glass of water. No. No, don't give him any water, please. What? He's... No, he's my father. This this happens quite often, really. He's... He suffers from vertigo, fainting spells. Oh, I'm sorry. If you could call the conductor, I'd appreciate it. He'd be much better off in the drawing room. He has some medicine there. Well, I'll be glad to help your father to the drawing room, Miss Roebling. There. You just lead the way. I'll carry him. Thank you so much. I beg your pardon, sir. Do you mind? Just stretch him out on the lower berth. There you are. I don't know how to thank you for your kindness, Mr. Uh, Kent, Clark Kent. If there's anything else I can do before I leave... Oh, no, uh, no, thank you. I'll give Dad some of his medicine and he'll be all right. I'm sorry we caused a disturbance in the dining car. Oh, it was nothing. Well, good night, Mr. Roebling. Uh, Mr. Kent, before you go... Yes? I'm curious about something. How did you know my name? Well, that's easy to explain. I knew your father was Dr. Roebling. You'd met him before? No, no, but he was seated opposite me in the club car, and I happened to notice his picture in the afternoon paper. Oh, I see. That explains it, of course. Well, good night again. Good night, Mr. Kent. Thank you. Hello. Well, still not finished with your meal, Jimmy? What's vertigo, Mr. Kent? Huh? Why, it's a... A form of dizziness that sometimes results in fainting spells. Where does it come from? I don't know, Jimmy. Well, I was right, wasn't I, Mr. Kent? He really is Dr. Roebling. And you were making fun of me. I apologize. That's all right. And that lady's his daughter, huh? That young lady, Jimmy. She's very charming. Gosh, Mr. Kent, you're not falling for her, are you? Finish your ice cream and stop asking silly questions. I don't suppose you mentioned that warning message to her, did you? Of course not. Are you going to? Well, I may if I see her in the morning. You all finished? Uh-huh. What about your milk? Oh, I'm too full. Finish that milk. You begin losing weight on these jaunts around the country. We'll just have to cut them out. All right, I'll finish it. Waiter. Yes, sir? Check, please. Yes, I'll get it right here. Uh, 320. All right, here you are. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay, I'm finished. Where are we going now? Back to the club car for an hour or so, and then to back to the club car for an hour or so, and then to bed. We can both use some sleep. Come on. Why don't you read, Jimmy? How about this hunting and fishing magazine? No, I don't want to read. I'm thinking. What are you thinking about? Oh, a lot of things. That newspaper story said Dr. Roebling had invented a communications device, didn't it? Yes. I wonder what a communications device could be. Well, there are just so many methods of communication. Telephone, radio, telegraph. That's about all, except for the signaling methods, flags, and smoke pots. Well, do you think Dr. Roebling's device has something to do with sending messages? Possibly. There must be something. 
He won't even talk about it and tries to pass himself off as someone else. No, I don't blame him a bit. Undoubtedly, his invention has great military value. I wouldn't be at all surprised if the government has taken it over. A new secret method of communicating over long distances would be a boon to any nation at war. It would eliminate the necessity of having to use code. Train's slowing down. Coming into a station, I guess. Yep. You didn't find out whether Dr. Roebling and his daughter were going to Metropolis, did you, Mr. Kent? No, Jimmy. No, my bump of curiosity isn't as large as yours. I don't ask people personal questions five minutes after meeting them. Mr. Kent. Yes? Could I see that warning message Dr. Roebling dropped? Hmm, if I can find it. Yes, here it is. Oh, thanks. This is your last warning. <laughs> That's funny. What's funny about it? Well, in the first place, it isn't signed. How could Dr. Roebling tell who sent it? Well, since it isn't signed, we can assume he knew who sent it. As a matter of fact, I was thinking about that message at dinner tonight before Dr. Roebling fainted. It may be very innocent, and we're just getting excited about nothing. No, sir. No, sir, this note is a threat. Oh, look at the way it's printed. Like a kindergarten kid prints. Now you're blossoming out as a handwriting expert, aren't you? Oh, gee, I can't say anything without being criticized. <laughs> I'm not criticizing you, Jimmy. I just think it's amusing. Well, you won't think it's so amusing if... If if what? Oh, never mind. Now, don't sulk, Jimmy. Where's your sense of humor? For all we know, this message may be very important. The fate of a nation might very well be hanging on it. Now, there you go making fun of me again. Now, you're much too sensitive, Jimmy. Oh, well, maybe we'd better turn in. I'm going to stop by at Dr. Roebling's drawing room and see whether he's all right. I may still get that interview. Can I come along? Yeah, I suppose so. In the next car. Follow me. Careful crossing this platform. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is the room. Maybe they're sleeping. Oh, Miss Roebling couldn't be. It's only been a half hour since I left her. No answer. That's funny. Here comes the conductor, Mr. Kent. Good evening. Something I can do for you? Uh, why, yes, yes, there might be. I can't seem to get any response from the people in this drawing room. Oh? Friends of yours? Yes. I I don't think they're sleeping, and I'm concerned because one of them, an elderly gentleman, was ill early this evening. Can the door be opened from the outside? Yes. I carry the only key. We're not supposed to use it except in emergencies. Well, this is an emergency. Try knocking again. No use. What's your friend's name? Roebling. Dr. Roebling. Hmm. Let me check this passenger list. Drawing room C, car 421. What'd you say the name was? Roebling. R-O-E-B-L-I-N-G. No party by that name in this drawing room, mister. You sure you got the right car? Well, of course this is the right car. I was in that room less than a half hour ago. Yeah, look here. Drawing room C, car 421. Mr. and Mrs. Jack Smith. Mr. and Mrs. Jack Smith? Something's wrong somewhere. Has Clark Kent made a mistake in the drawing room? Or is Jimmy Olsen's feeling that Dr. Roebling is a suspicious character thoroughly justified? Who are Mr. and Mrs. Smith? And what has happened to Dr. Roebling and his daughter? Be with us again for the next revealing episode. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman.
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.